Hello friends, I'm your host Rafila Ramatlodinglovu. Welcome to the Village Conversations podcast, a space where you get your weekly dose of inspiration through many devotionals. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it is your first time here, a warm welcome to you. I hope you are left inspired and encouraged. Don't forget to subscribe, review and share this podcast with your network. We all need a foothold of inspiration every now and again. Earlier this week, I had the opportunity of being interviewed by Coach Dabea on one of her Instagram Wednesday Conversations series. She called me on to share my thoughts on building the let go muscle. Reflecting on how I have been exercising this muscle, I realized that this is such an important aspect of our lives or a practice that we need to do in order to move forward. So in this episode, I will share the experiences that I shared with her with the hope that the practicality thereof will unscramble or loosen the muscle for you. To kickstart this, think about this question. What does letting go mean for you? For me, letting go is about release. It is about knowing when to surrender. It is about accepting where I am at any given point and being at peace, or rather, intentionally inviting peace amidst a period of turmoil. It is about walking away from circumstances, things, thoughts and habits that are unhelpful and unhealthy because they negatively affect my mental health and overall wellness. Letting go is about taking a moment to release it all whilst inviting understanding, peace and sanity back into my life. Allow me to share ways that I have been exercising this muscle of letting go. Upon reflection, my first real experience of letting go was back in 2015 when my dear mother passed away. When the doctors told me that she was no more, I cried so much. I never wanted to imagine life without my mom and here I was going through my biggest nightmare. In my hysteria, I tried waking her up. I opened her eyes but nothing happened. She just lay there, lifeless. In that moment, I felt helpless alone and very fearful. I didn't know what to do or what to say. Suddenly, feelings of surrender overcame me. The next thing I recall was me mumbling the Lord's Prayer. I laid on her body as I prayed, Our Father, who art in heaven. As I prayed, I began to feel at ease, tears drying up, a heavy weight being lifted off my shoulders and slowly my strength returning. As I prayed, I felt each word and what the phrases actually meant. Clarity came and I began to understand what the scripture means when it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Listen, that faithful, fateful night brought so much clarity and understanding. 
It was such a powerful encounter with God, something I had never experienced before. I always say that that's the one day I fully grasped the meaning, the true meaning of Philippians 4 verse 6, which says, The peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That night, I experienced this peace, and it is something I always go back on when I feel alone, desolate, and at war against what life is slapping me with. Another way I'm exercising this muscle of letting go is by saying yes more. Saying yes to putting myself out there instead of depriving myself of opportunities and meaningful connections and experiences. During my heavily infused imposter syndrome days, I would always shy away from opportunities and just pass them on because I never saw myself as worthy or capable. But ever since I came to the awareness of what has continuously held me back, when it strikes, I retaliate very strongly and tell it, Hi Wena, just leave me alone. I am worthy and I'm capable. Even if I'm nervous, I'm going to do this afraid. So that's just one way I let go of the unhelpful and unprogressive thought patterns that hinder my progress and shine. Yes, I'm a beautiful bright star that is deserving of it all. Another important aspect of letting go is to practice this in parenting. When we are constantly hovering over our kids, there's a lot that we are communicating to them through our behavior. Remember that communication is not just the spoken word, but the nonverbal cues as well. In fact, nonverbal communication is so much more powerful than the spoken word. Test it the next time you engage with someone. Listen to what they are saying, but be mindful of their body language their facial expressions, and the tone of voice. Then ask yourself if all of that is congruent. Also, reflect on which part of their communication made the biggest impact on you. Anyway, back to parenting. When we don't let our kids be, and we keep hovering over them by being overly protective, we need to reflect on why we are actually parenting that way. We must ask ourselves, what is it that we are fearful of? In my conversation with Tabea, she said that her son once confronted her for not allowing him the space to be autonomous. He pointed out that Tabea had trust issues and I must say, I absolutely agree with the little man. This is about trust issues but it's also about control. As parents, we feel entitled to control what our kids do, what they play with, what they wear, etc. And most times, we do this because we want the best for them, but without really digging deeper into the real reasons why. Most times, we are parenting from a place of fear. That is why we try to control the way our kids do things and how they should express themselves, what they should eat, how they should eat. Because of our own internal battles, 
we tend to infringe on their autonomy, all in the name of good parenting. As a result of this, we end up raising fearful and super self-conscious kids. As parents, we need to conduct a due diligence on our behaviors and reactions. We must always reflect on what triggers us to parent in a certain way. Just this past weekend, I supported my daughter's decision to go for the big chop. This was a really big deal and a milestone for us because we never cut off her baby hair. We held on to it for eight years and six months to be exact. My husband's sentimental reasons were that with full hair, Buntle is a spitting image of her mother, of his mother. For me, I had been previously conflicted and against her cutting her hair because I wanted her to look a certain way. She looks absolutely beautiful with her full crown, just the way I always imagined her whilst she was growing in my belly. So this was a really big deal, not only for her, but for us too. But going through that process actually made me realize that she developed insecurities about how she will look without her full crown. And upon reflection, I realized that this may have been heightened by the energy we as her parents unknowingly passed on to her. When I realized the impact this was having on her decision-making ability, I quickly reminded myself that I needed to let go of my ego and remove myself from the equation and let her be. After all, it is her hair, it is her body. So instead of trying to convince her not to cut her hair, I assured and affirmed her. So parents, let us practice the art of letting go of trying to control every aspect of our children's lives. Let's practice allowing them to make decisions about the little things that won't harm, won't harm them. Let's let go of our own personal agendas when raising these young humans. Because in so doing, we tell them that they are capable human beings. Let's let go of controlling every aspect of their lives and let us empower them toward independence. This way, they will thrive instead of being stuck in a cocoon, feeling unsure of themselves. Now, if you are like me and struggle with control, perfection, structure, and many others, you will know that letting go isn't such an easy thing to do. But infusing letting go into our daily habits is a must. As a parent, I've seen how it has instilled trust in my child informing my daughter that I believe in her ability to function as a whole human being. Letting go gives you peace of mind. It also gives you freedom. No chest pains, headaches, or heaviness. Just freedom. Don't you want peace and freedom? Well, I know I do. This week, Reflect on the areas of your life where you need to practice or build this muscle of letting go. Reflect and journal on this. Remember that if it is unhelpful, let it go. And just like the seasons of life, we have to release some 
to enjoy others. Your soul deserves joy and fun. So let go and let God. I hope that you've been encouraged and challenged by this week's message. Set up those notifications so that you don't miss out on new episodes every week. Don't forget to subscribe, review and share this podcast with your friends and your family. Until next time, have a good week and stay blessed.